This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, June 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Cal OSHA rejects driverless tractors. Lawmaker eyes PLC and ag groups eye shipping rules. Cal OSHA board rejects autonomous tractor petition. California's regulator for workplace safety rejected a petition from agriculture groups to allow for use of driverless tractors on farms. The agency's governing board instead sided with arguments from labor interests that the year-long experimental trial for Monarch Tractor, which manufactures such tractors, lacks the data needed for properly accessing safety. Another reason board members opposed it was that farm workers may have withheld feedback in the trial because they were not unionized. Others countered that the board should continue studying the technology through an advisory forum and should review any data outside of the Monarch trial. The board will not revisit the issue until at least 2026. Democrats force House passage of Ag Bill to cut prices. House Democrats struggling to maintain their tenuous control over the House amid soaring food and fuel prices. One passage yesterday of a package of bills aimed at promoting competition in the meat sector, reducing fertilizer usage and expanding the use of biofuel. Republicans portrayed the Lower Food and Fuel Cost Act as a messaging bill that would do little to address inflation while attempting to detect attention from the Biden administration's policies. But the bill passed 221 to 204 with support from seven Midwest Republicans. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, the California Democrat, said the bill shows Democrats' unyielding commitment to fight inflation. She asserted the $700 million legislation would lower meat prices while at the same time forcing packers to pay more for cattle and poultry and also cutting gas prices through increased use of ethanol. You can see our full report at agripulse.com. Ag groups turning focus to Maritime Commission. The ag sector will be pushing the Federal Maritime Commission to act quickly to write regulations stopping ocean carriers from refusing to haul containers full of U.S. fruit, vegetables, dairy, meat, and rice to Asia. The Ocean Shipping Reform Act that President Biden signed into law yesterday gives the FMC the authority to stop carriers from unreasonably refusing to book export cargoes. But first... The FMC has to write a federal rule defining what is unreasonable. We look forward to quick action in coming weeks that brings greater transparency to fee charges and, in the coming year, redefines what it means for an ocean shipper to decline an agriculture shipment. California Farm Bureau Federation President Jamie Johansson, after the signing, Western Growers and the Wine Institute supported the move. Almond Alliance President and CEO Aubrey Benincourt called it a big win for American workers, farms, businesses, and supply chain, providing the tools to modernize our policies and practices. Western WOTUS Roundtable panelists seek clarity. Panelists on a roundtable looking at the thorny issue of waters of the U.S. pleaded with the EPA and Army Corps of Engineers to provide a definition of WOTUS that can survive in the long term. 
Preferably, that definition would continue to include all existing farming exemptions, most panelists said. Not a surprising recommendation coming from a panel that was organized by the California Farm Bureau Federation. Uh, Farm Bureau President Johansson said we rely on these critical exclusions. Now, the how the input will be used is this. EPA Senior Advisor Sylvia Quast said the agencies would use feedback from the discussions in future efforts to define WOTUS, but they cannot use any of it to inform the proposal it is now considering, which is supposed to provide a foundational rule for future regulations. EPA finds neonics likely to adversely affect listed species. Environmental and ag groups disagree over the validity of EPA's finding that threonicotinoid insecticides are likely to adversely affect two-thirds to three-fourths of threatened endangered species. Why it matters? Well, as a result of the report, federal wildlife agencies must develop biological opinions that will recommend mitigation measures. The American Soybean Association, the American Farm Bureau Federation, and CropLife America say EPA's biological evaluations do not reflect the way the chemicals are actually used. ASA and AFBF say, for example, that the chemicals are used almost exclusively as seed treatments in soybeans and then in minuscule amounts. But George Kimbrell of the Center for Food Safety says EPA admitted what we have long warned that neonics are causing grave harm to not just bees, but to the vast majority of all endangered species. Again, you can read our full report on this issue at agripulse.com. USDA applications for climate smart funding now top 1,000. USDA will have some tough decisions to make as it tries to pick winners among the 1,000 applications plus for the $1 billion the department plans to spend on climate smart demonstration projects. The department has already received 450 applications seeking $18 billion for the first round of funding under the Partnerships for Climate Smart Commodities program, which covers uh, project, uh, project costs $5 million to $100 million. On Thursday, it said it has received 600 applications for the second round of funding, and that's for projects costing less than $5 million. Senior House Ag member. PLC prices need fix. A senior Republican of the House Ag Committee, Arkansas Representative Rick Crawford, says lawmakers need to rework commodity programs to reflect the recent increases in input costs. In an interview for AgriPulse Newsmakers, Crawford said reference prices from the Price Loss Coverage Program were set at levels that reflected input costs of a decade ago. I think you're going to have to bring that program into current levels and then index the prices, he said. PLC triggers payments when the average market prices for the year fall below the reference price. Raising the prices would increase the cost of the program. Crawford didn't say how lawmakers should pay for the increasing those price guarantees or whether money could be taken from other titles of the Farm Bill. Now, this week's uh, AgriPulse newsmakers will post live today at agripulse.com. Finally, here's today's She Said It. Increasing competition will ensure ranchers get their fair deal for their livestock while families get a good deal for meat and poultry. That's House Speaker Nancy Pelosi arguing for passage of the Lower Food and Fuel Cost Act. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, June 17th. 
For the latest news on Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.